Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Content Creators University. For those of you who do not know me, my name is JP Hatek. I am a cinematographer, software developer, and branding expert. After several years in the industry, I've decided to open this digital master school to help any content creator level up and impact in this world with the things and tools that we need. As we understand technology is what this is all about and technology is always, always growing. So this is a platform that's gonna teach us the things that we need to understand to keep growing, to keep impacting, and to keep evolving so that we can be the best version of ourselves and truly, truly get the things that we need to take our endeavors, our businesses, our vision to the destination it needs to get. So welcome, buckle up uh, for this episode. It's going to be good. Let's get it started. Let's go. Now let's go ahead and have Jill. How's it going? I gotta tell you, I don't often get nervous because you know we're always live streaming and working with a lot of different people. I'm a little nervous with you, JP. Your show is like <laughs> so polished, so good, and the people, the chat you. that are joining us, man, it's. I'm really happy Thank to you. be here. Thank you so I'm much for inviting excited. me. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Absolutely. I mean, I've been announcing this show for a very, very long time. Finally, the day's here. We're going to have Jill. You're going to be our professor. And it falls very well because you're a teacher. So. <laughs> Welcome to the Content Careers University. Uh, first Thank question you. that I always do and ask all our guests is, please take a minute to introduce yourself to the viewers that do not know you. Sure. So my name is Jillian Morin. I am, uh, first off, I am a wife and a mom to four crazy kids, including a set of twins. Uh, I live in central Massachusetts. Uh, a little bit about my background. I was a high school ESL uh, and biology teacher for 11 years before transitioning into communications, marketing, live stream producer, strategist, consultant and um, social media. So I'm I'm kind of uh, all over the place, but then uh, centered uh, with my company, which is Creative Communicators. And my YouTube all channel right. is Miss Jill. Now everybody wants to create content, right? I wanna say everybody, I'm talking about the mass majority of people. Um, I'll think on how to really create some sort of content, whether it's podcast or you know videos or live streaming. And you do a lot of those things. You're actually active a lot, um, producing content not just for yourself but for others and for you know other brands. First thing we want to understand: How did you become a content creator? How did you end up in the world of YouTube and doing videos and things like that? Can we share your story with us a little bit? Sure. Absolutely. All right. So um, while I was teaching, I always found myself uh, creating little videos and tips and tricks and all that for my students, even for my own kids, like teaching them the times tables. And I was like, how can I do something once and then have it be helpful to others later on? So I would make some videos and tips and tricks. But I'm also a musician, so I play the piano and sing. And I, I was highly involved in my church for a while. So YouTube was a way for me to kind of share that out as well. Um, so my background with 
live streaming at the very beginning was all related to teaching. Uh, so creating something once for people to enjoy and circle back because I find myself wanting and needing to learn like that. Um, and then, you know, sharing things that I'm passionate about music, uh, my faith. And um, now it's kind of been uh, on my on my channels. It's still teaching, uh, but it's teaching uh, technology tips and tricks, stuff like this. Um, and that kind of led me into producing for a lot of other people and a lot of other organizations. Um, and it might have started off as part of a, like an extension of my teaching job, but it later moved on to being, you know, really a great way to provide for my family. And, and now with things being what they are and even with things kind of moving back to normal, I'm, I'm still there's a high demand for video uh, producers. And there are lots of people um, maybe here even in the chat that need support with that, but don't want to have to learn a brand new craft. So being mm -hmm. able to provide social media consulting um, uh, and uh, video production for people like that is huge. You know, not everybody has to be a content creator, but I can tell you if you're interested and you're dabbling in it, keep going because it's super rewarding. Um, the communities that you can find is is amazing as we can see. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody in the chat right now, these are like, these are our people and they're wonderful. So um, yeah, that, did All I answer right. your question? I tend yes, to ramble. You, you, you can <laughs> yes, reel me in anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did. Uh, thanks for that. Now, uh, my next follow-up question to you will be okay. Um, some people are, you know, skeptical. They're like, okay, it's gonna take me, I wanna do it, right? For that person that's yeah. like, I wanna do this, but, the dedication that it requires just to get somewhere? Or um, is it a misconception that you need to have, for example, quote unquote, specific number on YouTube mm -hmm. in order to monetize, right? Because we're talking about monetization. Is that a misconception? Yep. If it is, um, then, okay, how should we approach this whole thing? With what type of mindset should we approach it? Okay. so. It's interesting. I, I always want it, when people are talking about wanting to create, if they're creating for themselves, then they must have a purpose and a passion and a focus, right? If people are just wanting to create, to, to get out there and to get attention, not, not that that's a bad thing, but if people are just wanting to create to be like, oh, I want to be an influencer, I would still encourage people to look at the root of what what do they have in their hands? What is in their voice? What is what's their skill set? What can they ramble on and on and on about um, and be passionate about, but also be helpful to others? So um, before talking about monetization, I think it's important to 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 know yourself well enough to know where you're gifted, what you're passionate about, and what you could talk about without needing um you know what's your expertise without needing so so much extra help because from there um your equipment um will grow like you got a new microphone today right mm -hmm. you can start off with what you have um in terms of monetizing and making money let's say on youtube um i i I don't fully trust that YouTube's going to be super great for me financially. So I, I kind of strategize and I use YouTube as a way um, and content creation, even on Facebook or whatnot, as a way to connect with better paying clients um, and being able to offer these services to clients that pay me. So I make, truthfully, I make a very little bit of money on YouTube, but the, what I've been able to 
create for others or, or pitch to others through content creation has been what really uh, what really pays me. And actually, you know, I'm excited to, to circle back to Amazon after watching your live stream last night with uh, Monty because oh, I, yeah. I was like, oh man, I buy so much stuff from Amazon. <laughs> I'm an affiliate, I need to start moving there. So um, yeah, I think right. for, Con being strategic about what why are you making what you're making or why do you want to make anything um mm -hmm. and then thinking about how that's going to make sense for you financially and i can talk to you about some of those steps and awesome. what type of clients i i uh, have connected of with. course of course we'll be talking about that so uh taking note folks let's take note so first thing is understand it why you even want to do this right uh, make sure that you have a mission and a purpose uh to doing this and also understanding that oh okay um can i do this without you know having to you know, for example, um, being pushed, being encouraged, what is the, you know, professional subject matter that I can be talking about, right? Without nobody pushing me, encouraging me to do it, right? What are you an expert in? Um, and um, like one person said, um, you know, on this show, which is Walter Jeanette said on this show, he said, you need to have a PhD in you, right? So that is a big deal, folks. Uh, let me go ahead and give a shout out to the folks that um, are still here in the comment section hey 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 at least your way thanks you uh thanks for being here yes we are live and thank you charles jackson media for the super chat we really really appreciate you um you know that's that's really awesome and jermaine is saying oh well that's cool most teachers will never think about creating uh, shorts for their students um absolutely and that is really really uh powerful that uh you know miss jill all right jillian is doing something like that um and monty is saying that yes there are some awesome creators live stream communities absolutely and live stream can really allow you to monetize and really you know um take your monetization to a higher level where you can really start making more so i took note on that 100%. now okay let's talk about i am here i have all the equipment right sure um i know how to go live how to create content but i'm not making any money how do i find one client that can be two, yeah. three, or four later. How do you do that? All right. So I got it. Can I tell you a story about a major client that I landed and I was totally like, totally a sketch bag, but it all worked out in the end? Yes. We're here for you. Okay. So take your time. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. So I was, uh, it was a few years ago. I was still teaching ESL. I did a little project through a friend on a startup company for teaching English online and the startup didn't pan out. Um, so I, I left this project and I was like, man, I love this type of work. I want to work with the best ESL online uh, company. All right. So I'm like, all right, I know what I'm good at. I know I'm, I'm multilingual and I'm and I'm OK. I'm pretty good on camera and I've got some tech skills. So what I did was I, I researched a bunch of uh, really popular ESL companies. So one of the major ones is Rosetta Stone. Right. People think of that yellow box and the and the language learning app that they have. So I looked on Rosetta Stone and I looked and I realized they don't have a lot of YouTube content. So I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm like, yeah, they, they have this amazing product. They have marketing towards big companies, but they don't have that like YouTube, YouTube personal connection. So, so I thought about that. I'm like, oh my God, there's a need. I have 
I have a passion for this and I'm skilled in this, I can do it. So here's where it gets sketchy, okay? But but follow me here because this the story ended up really good. So I looked through the YouTube content that they already had. And what I did was I found someone that was in a in a higher position in the company of Rosetta Stone. And this guy was in a video and he was funny. Okay, so I'm looking through a ton of their content. This guy had a sense of humor and he had a high position at Rosetta Stone. So I said, this guy, this guy's gonna get me. So what I did was I made a video, a video pitch, just me in my classroom in front of a whole bunch of flags. And I talked about how much I loved teaching English as a second language, how much I respect Rosetta Stone. And I didn't give away all my ideas for them, but I gave them a few ideas on how they could improve their reach. And then I said, I have more to share with you. I would love to connect. So I create this video. I make it unlisted. Okay. Then mm -hmm. I go on LinkedIn. I find the guy who had a sense of humor and I did a 30 day free trial of LinkedIn pro and I messaged <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I know that's why I'm sketchy. I messaged him the link, the personalized video I made for him. Now in that video pitch that I made for him, I integrated the video of him because I wanted to get the mm. hook. I wanted to say, Hey Matt, I have a message for you. Uh, I'm an ESL teacher and I love one of your videos and you're in this video. So make sure you check it out. Mm. All right. So that was, I, I went from, I would, I kept, like refreshing my browser. I'm like, did it have any views? Did it have any views? No views, mm -hmm. no views, no views. After two weeks, it went from zero views to 32 views. So I knew they were the only people with it. Anyways, mm -hmm. long story short, I start this conversation with this gentleman, Matt. He later on goes on to be the head of the language acquisition. He wow. hires me. I fly out to LA. I, and if you download Rosetta Stone, the Spanish app or the Spanish language in there, you'll see me. Mm -hmm. So they hired me. They, I mean, it was, I made, I'll share this. I mean, I made over $10,000 for one week of work. Wow. I don't often talk about specifics, but mm -hmm. it's important for you guys that are trying to move up. Mm -hmm. I was, it was, it was a very risky, bold thing that I did, but it paid off. And that really encouraged me to like, trust my instincts in, to, in terms of how I communicate, how can I communicate with people that I can be myself with, but I can also be confident in, in what I can do. And man, it was, and I still, I still work with them a little bit on the side. Um, they're out in LA. So, uh, you know, my family's here in Massachusetts, but I, I hope that I can continue to have that relationship, but I was able to then leverage that to get a bunch of other clients that I'm working with right now. Um, and, and that's on top of my, my role in the school system. So that's one story. Only like two or three people know that story, but I, I wow. thought it would be good to share in this live stream. It is. It is. I'm glad you shared that. That is really amazing what you did. And I like what, you know, Charles uh, Jackson said. He said, uh, whoa, the dedication um, that proves mm. your dedication, your uh, willpower, um, you know, really thinking outside the box. Um, because mm. what I'm, my takeaway from what you said is that um, you're not just going to sit and land yeah. major clients. You have to do something outside of the box right outside of the norm um to be mm -hmm. noticed because those again are major clients and they're mm -hmm. used to having a lot of different people try to push them with different ideas so the question is what is so special about you that's going to make you noticed and i like the way where uh, you went outside of the uh, out of your way to grab mm -hmm. a video 
of you know uh, of the, the, the target of him and included that into your your thing well uh talking about attention grabbing right that grabs mm-hmm. attention so if i am a you know um, a ceo or any major um, corporation manager you if somebody sends me something and I see myself in that person's video, I'll be like, wait a minute, what is going on here? So right. I kind of love that approach. Uh, and I'm taking mm-hmm. note, folks, let's take note on that. And from there now, they can now pay attention to what you have to say. Now, of course, um, my next question will be, how long was the video? How long do you have to make an impact whenever you're trying to you know, approach a client? Um, and how should you structure that whenever you're planning the content? Well, this was a unique case. Um, I I probably, it probably took me, I don't know, 10 minutes to record myself and then splice it all down. It was just hard, fast cuts. And so for, oh, wow. for that project, I was, it was more the creativity and, and the strategy of thinking about who my audience is and how I can get their attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I have done, actually, I have done that a couple of times. Um, I, I think I think one thing that anybody here that's watching or watching on the replay can do is think about your uh, your sphere. Think about your community. Think about where there might be some needs. And if right now, if you're if you're trying to hustle and you're trying to get those first couple of clients, do some strategic, um, high quality volunteering um with the right type of people so i think i said this in jermaine's last uh live stream that i was in a week or two ago that um in in a lot of communities there's a chamber of commerce you you do some volunteer work with the chamber of commerce and you've got an in with like 600 small businesses in your community you do there's economic development corporation one of the clients that i do school systems so um in terms of details on what videos it, it's all kind of different but in terms of strategy and thinking about who you're going to talk to and what is going to resonate with them um that's in your wheelhouse you know don't pretend mm-hmm. to be a food photographer if you've never photographed right. food but mm-hmm. think about what you currently have where you want to be um and then and then think about what what's going to make sense for that so because i work with so many different types of clients it's it's different um yeah, it's different depending on whoever I'm working with. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yes, of course. Um, but as a, okay, so as a rule of thumb in general, and this is for the, the guy yeah. that, you know, never done it before, uh, okay. the, the person that, you know, is thinking, man, I want to do the same thing. They may not have the same opportunity that you have with Rosetta Stone, but right. you still uh, should know how to approach them. Uh, would you say yeah. that... Um, it doesn't matter where you poke them or approach them at. I, I'm talking about when I say it doesn't matter, like the platform, uh, mm. like social media, email, um, phone call, right. cold call. Um, what will be recommended? Because obviously, whenever people don't know you, you make a, co- a cold call, they'll be skeptical, right? So yeah. you so did for LinkedIn. Me, and mm-hmm. I did LinkedIn because I saw that Rosetta Stone was extremely active on LinkedIn. I knew okay. if I just tried to like DM them on YouTube or whatever, Instagram, their social media was not their strength. So I met them at their strength <coughs> in their in their language. And mm. then so for them, that was it. Um, but okay. other people, you know, like 
if it was for a local restaurant or something, then mm -hmm. you might want to post it on Facebook and then post it to a bunch of the local Facebook restaurant fan groups to get mm. and tag them in it and then get their attention that way and say it was a pleasure. Thanks for letting me film in there. I'd love, you know, so right. it's, it's all about your specific audience. When I started creating content for the school system, I was already working there teaching. I already had a level of respect there, but certainly my communication with the superintendent was hello, superintendent. Thank you for like, thank you for allowing me to create some content on behalf of the Marlboro public school system. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to let me know if you have any feedback. So, you know, like you got to be somewhat of a chameleon and you need to know your audience um, so right. that it's not just how your style is, because your content is going to is going to prove your style and and what you can do and what your strengths are. So your communication with each person, I think, needs to be tailored to how they communicate hmm that's major that's major um it needs to be tailored to how the client communicates so um like you said obviously we need to take the time to study the client see exactly mm -hmm. where do they live breathe mm -hmm. and spend most of their time right that is going to yes. determine um the type of solution we'll use to try to reach them, contact them. Um, so some people are more present on YouTube, some more on Facebook, some more LinkedIn, Instagram, all of that. And and from there now, um, strategically now plan what we're trying to present to them. Question number one, what is in it for them? So it's not about us, it's about them. Right. We're here to yeah. serve them. So uh, I like what you said, being a chameleon type, right? Like uh, morphing into something that they can envision. So uh, we're pretty mm -hmm. much selling the dream where we're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do and help them envision themselves, envision their company, right. uh, accomplishing what we're trying to present to them. And from there, um, we can, you know, develop a relationship with them. Now, talking about relationship, uh, it goes with building a company. Um, as we were talking, the, the question that was coming in my mind was, okay, um, are we approaching them as a company ourselves or as an individual? When do we create a company um, in this content creation ecosystem? What would you say about that? Mm. I feel like I feel like I've only just begun to do that as people approach me as a company. And what I mean by that is mm. when I was when I was in house for the school system. So I went from teaching to a part time communication, social media role. When I was there, um, I was Jill, right? You know, I'm Jill right. Morin doing stuff for the school system. And then when I picked up a couple clients like the Economic Development Corporation where I'm sitting at today, then I'm getting in connection with all of these other businesses. And I'm and I was starting to be paid as a 1099. And so I'm starting to do self-employment and all of that. But once I started working with bigger clients, other people are then asking me, Oh, Jill, tell me about your business. So it some of that for me happened organically. I think some people, if you're not there yet, if you're not there with your brand, with your company, that's okay. You don't have to be. Start off with who you are because at the end of the day, I think Jillian Morin is is synonymous with Miss Jill sometimes. Jillian Morin is synonymous with Marlboro Public School sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think it's about, it's still about, and I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but it's still about knowing your audience um, you know, you don't want to downplay things. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm just Jill and I make videos sometimes. I make <laughs> tutorials, you know, like 
I just like videos and cameras. Like I don't want to do that, but I mm -hmm. also don't want to be like, hello, Jillian Morin from Creative Communicators. Uh, I'd like to <laughs> talk. I'd like to talk to you about your company and all that I can do for it. Like <laughs> that's awful as well. So I mean, you can see in 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 the groups that we're that we're connected in JP. You know you get a feel for who people are. Um, mm -hmm. You have you have this great ability. Your your interviews are phenomenal because you, you really pay attention to who you're talking with while also integrating the comments. Uh, your show is is very polished. I, I, I'm not trying to like thank you. You're you're so amazing, but you are. So for <laughs> you, when I think about you, I don't just think about you as someone in the Ecamm community. I think about you and your whole brand and your show. Um, but for those that are just starting out, it's okay for people that get to know you a little bit. And um, so knowing your audience, really knowing who you're talking to and when it's appropriate to talk mm -hmm. about your brand. If, you're, if you have less than 10 videos, I would say, I mean, you can still push your brand, but if you're like, hello, this is my uh, YouTube channel and <laughs> creative communicators, then it's it could be off-putting. So right. it, it, everybody starts somewhere, um, but just be a person of character and, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, uh, I, <laughs> I love the way you're putting it. Uh, for me, you can be an actress. <laughs> Stop. I hate the attention. I mean, like. I love it. I love it. Knock I mean, it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just being natural, right? Uh, being just really natural, you know, don't yeah. overdo it. And don't underplay it. That's what I'm, exactly. I'm getting from what you're saying, right? Don't overdo mm -hmm. it because it, it, they can see through that, right? Mm -hmm. When you're trying to, you know, put on a facade of something you're not, mm -hmm. um, they can see through it straight. Um, and yeah. don't undervalue yourself either, right? Just value yeah, yourself false humility just right. is, Yeah, false humility is just as off-putting as arrogance because, honestly, they're two in the same, right? Mm -hmm. Having a Having a distorted view of who you are is it's transparent. People don't always know that it's transparent, but it really is. And uh, people don't want to work with people like that, whether it be just for like, oh, help me produce this live stream or jump on my live stream or, 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 hey, I want to hire you as uh, on retainer for $4,000 a month and help run my social media for me. Like people won't want to work with you if you're not authentically who you are. So mm -hmm. if you, you know, be who you are, but also, you know, find that balance of, uh, not not lowering yourself, like being proud of who you are, but not not being annoying. Would you say that um, experience, right, will help you develop um, that aspect of your business? Like, you know, the more you do it, um, let's, yeah. let's let's be more specific. Let's say you, we want to launch um, a live streaming um, solution company, right? We want to help other companies improve with their live stream by pro providing remote you know, broadcast to them or even classes and teaching them on how to, you know, uh, do this and do that. So would you say that to do something like that more practically, mm -hmm. um, you need to, first of all, have a lot of live stream because I'm thinking whenever you approach the client, they're going to want to see something, right? So that maybe can be what you use to show them your know-how, but yeah. The more you've done it, would you say that will help you even in the negotiation uh, and the uh, value proposition that you're presenting to them? Or can yeah. somebody that I'm talking, you know, right now I'm talking like knowledge theory versus 
real practice, right? Yeah. There's a difference there. So can somebody go from just theory, done it one or twice, and would you say they could swing it? Or would you say, no, take your time to master this thing. Take your time to really do it for X amount of time before yeah. you try to you know, approach a client and be paid for it. Yeah, I think experience is key. <laughs> I have I have gone through all the mistakes, all the mistakes that you can that you can think of making or like the the on the fly uh, troubleshooting. Man, you apps and I don't want to discourage anybody. If you're at the beginning <laughs> of this, keep going, but I would be very careful about getting paid for gigs, especially mm -hmm. live streaming gigs. I mean, there's a difference between like pre-shooting i've done it i do a ton of video production that's that's not live but you can mm -hmm. always be like man i didn't get that good i need to go back out but if you're going to be charging for live streaming services or even consulting you need to have made a lot of mistakes so you're not going to be able to make a lot of mistakes if you're not out there live streaming i'm talking live streaming uh take you know go super small with it and then use all the equipment and then bring in these lights and then unplug something and see if you can still do your live stream show have a microphone go out on you and already have three backups you know like i, I will tell you there if if you guys are following me on uh, in the ecam group you know i i was i worked with ivan ivan's a an awesome amazing documentary producer video out in wisconsin now he landed this live streaming gig and because he's an amazing video producer he was like he had this great opportunity great paying gig with people he knew but mm -hmm. he said this is going to be live. We have paid clients, hundreds of paid clients paying to watch this live stream. Uh, he was not as experienced in live streaming. In fact, he'd only just done a few little things. He'd never done a live stream production. So he went on the Ecamm group and by chance or by God's grace, probably both, um, I was on Ecamm live streaming behind the scenes of a hockey game. So that's mm. how him and I hooked up. He said, oh my God, I need to talk to you. The next, so this is again, I'm on the Ecamm group a lot, testing things out, saying, hey, I just learned this, putting myself out there as a resource, even as I'm still learning. But mm -hmm. he identified mm -hmm. my my work there and saw how I was using even limited equipment. He saw how I was still getting the job done at an excellent level because I had live streamed so many hockey and basketball <laughs> games <laughs> out of requirement for my job. but. You know, I had done so much of that. So I was able to book two major gigs flying out to Wisconsin to help him live stream dance competitions. So, it, I mean, it was random, but it wasn't because I was on the Ecamm group saying, hey, I just learned this. Hey, look at this behind the scenes stuff. So I'm as I'm learning, I'm sharing in the community, which builds trust, which builds connections, which gives me so much problem active live problem solving, which then like I had no, no doubts about being able to run his live stream with excellence and truly both, both gigs that I flew out there to do went perfectly, 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 perfectly. Nice. But it was a lot about experience, um, and, and knowing how to, knowing how my software works to then mm -hmm. identify actually this frame rate is different in that camera and this one's there. Um, and you know, like knowing, uh, audio, okay, wait, we need to isolate the audio. Let's get a, let's get a shotgun mic over there away from us. Right, we right. use headset. So experience is everything. So if you don't have experience, I always tell people this too: look in your city, look in your town, 
see if there's a public access channel. Go get yourself a part-time job. Mm-hmm. If you can't get a job, if they're not hiring, I promise you it's in their contract. They need to allow volunteers to go in and learn their equipment. I, I, I'm, it is just, that is how it works. It, those um, public access channels are public access. So if you're a resident, you can go and use their equipment and live stream your shows in a real TV studio. That's like a hidden gem for people like us. So, you it know, is. go get it experience. Is, I mean. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, yeah, my takeaway is exactly that where um, when somebody's paying you for something, they're paying you. Remember that. It doesn't matter how much they're paid. What matters, um, and as a branding expert myself, I'm thinking brand, right? What matters is um, that can either make your brand or destroy your brand, right? Um, Because word to mouth is a very powerful thing. So out of one very satisfied and and, and very content, um, you know, customer, client, he will turn around and share it with his entire ecosystem. And from there, other people are going to reach out to you, uh, depending on how well you've done. So if you just don't have a lot of knowledge and you decided to swing it and on that day, now you have some challenges where you didn't have any background experiences on how to overcome, you couldn't overcome them. First of all, that will damage your reputation, your business reputation and brand. Um, And second, you might have some problems. You might end up having to reimburse, right? Because if you couldn't overcome that, that means you couldn't solve the issue. That means that, you know, the the event didn't continue. And when the pain is, let's remember, they're paying for the expertise that we're bringing. They're paying for Mm -hmm. our know-how, our experiences that, that, you know, testing and and doing all those things. So I like, um, you know, what Charles Jackson just said. He said that he really said, I really enjoyed the behind the scenes tutorial you shared, Jill, which is is very, very powerful because that is how I knew about you. See that? That is how I discovered you um, out of one of your tutorials that you share in the Ecamm community. And you, every single time, you bring value, right? You bring, not only you bring value, but you bring yourself, right? It's Jill every single time, regardless of how serious the subject matter is. And I like what FH Umpire is saying. He, she said, your humor is everything. I'm so glad you let it out. It helps all of us, especially women, to feel comfortable talking risk with our true selves. That is dope. (laughs) That is dope. Yes, ma'am. I mean, um, and that is one aspect that I really appreciate about you. But it also goes into, you know, um, being a brand. When you're you're a brand, you need to have something unique about you. Like, uh, for example, Jill can, you know, um, teach you how to uh, live stream. JP can teach you how to live stream. But the way Jill will do it is different from the way JP will do it, right? Uh, The approach is different. Now, whenever we present that, we're we're painting a picture to the client. And now the client has, you know, different options to choose from and say, okay, I really like this approach to it. Maybe let me go this route. And But the way we bring it goes back to what you said, Jill. It goes Mm -hmm. back to your expertise, Mm-hmm. Right. Every single thing we're building, it, it, you know, we're building it from from, you know, here and then this is my expertise. So I'm going to build it on top of this and I'm going to keep going. So this is what I know. This is where my strength is. And from there, yeah. I'm going to add this to it, even though. Right. Graphic design may not be a, str- a strong suit, like you said, mm-hmm. on the Ecamm platform, 
this、yeah. person saw another person, right?、Yeah. Saw you, reached out to you, right? Even though he's a professional, right? He's、yeah. not used to going live. So he reached out to you, partnered with you for you to help him. And that's where also my next takeaway was when you were sharing was okay, knowing how to reach out to people. And also knowing how to partner with people on、yeah. things that you may not be、um, an expert on. Like, you know, a, a client can、um, want your company, you, your brand to handle something. And if you can partner with the right people, having the right people in your portfolio and, you know, your connection, your networking can really be beneficial because,、um, if, for example, I know Jill and I know I have a live event. <laughs> I'm like, guess what, Jill? I got this going on. Can you help? If she's available, guess what? The client doesn't really care how you get、yeah. it done. They just care、right. about you getting it done. So, those、100%. were my little takeaways from、uh, everything you shared with us. And those were some value, value, value proposition, high value that you, you dropped with us today. Now, Content Creators University, we can never, never close the show without taking a look at the behind the scenes. So, we want to know. What exactly are you using in this show, right? Starting with、uh, the microphone first, right? What microphone are you using? So I always mess this up because I always say the wrong one. I've got the SM. Oh, let me give you. Okay, listen, guys, don't judge this behind the scenes camera. You judge it and we're done. <laughs> this is a webcam that I got on Amazon for $13. I'm not in my home, so I don't have my nice backup camera. But this microphone is the SM7B, and that is plugged into the Focus Right,、uh, the Scarlet Focus Right.、Um, right. I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. What, what no, no, you're good. You're good. Continue.、Uh, so、okay. it's, it's connected to Scarlet Focus Right. Yeah, turn around. We're、yeah. behind here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, my cowlick. Um, uh, no. So I'm using, I'm using an iMac、um, and I've got my Canon ADD, the dummy battery, plugged in USB, not HDMI.、Um, and I've got my beautiful Sigma lens on here, which makes me feel gorgeous. You'll notice that for today,、um, I usually have a teleprompter、mm -hmm. with an iPad laid right under here, displaying my monitor.、Um, All right. But. I left it at home, so I improvised. I put a tall table behind my screen with a, with a pretty large monitor behind there. And then,、um, look, if you, I don't know if you can see it over here, but I have the, this right here is just like the screen that I'm looking at is just under、oh, the. Oh, yes,、camera. yes, yes. I'm looking at it now. Yes. So, so you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do and improvise. I was like, man, could I rig up? A teleprompter? <laughs> no, it's not the most important thing as long as I'm able to, to look maintain eye contact. Yeah.、Yep. Awesome. Awesome.、Uh, really, really、yeah. like that. Now, a couple of questions, real quick. When you're talking、yeah. about your、um, you know, lens, is that a Sigma、uh, 16 millimeter F1.8 or、you、F1.4? I'm sorry. Yeah. This is, okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's funny.、Right. When I,、um, I bought this way before I needed it. Uh, but I'm really glad I got it. There's been a few compulsive purchases I've made since joining the Ecamm fam, which I'm sure <laughs> everyone can relate to. Like, oh, what's that? Where'd、yes, you get it? I need it. I need it yesterday. Um,、mm -hmm. But um, I didn't point out I also use a Stream Deck. I'm not using it today because I'm not producing this show. But、mm -hmm. the Stream Deck is, is clutch for me、um, in terms of being able to、uh, switch scenes and, and、uh, integrate. 
preview mode when I want. And man, just, it makes it so much easier to have a, a seamless show for sure. And then my lighting is just, um, I have some ring lights and then I have a, I have a box light, um, up back up behind my head just to, to separate me from my background just a little bit as well. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Now, um, talking about your iMac, uh, you want to go mm -hmm. ahead and show us the behind the scenes. Let's take a look at your iMac one more time. Um, is that yeah. um, the Intel based? Uh, if it is, what are the specs that you have on there? So this one is actually owned by my um, by the company that I work with. So this is just kind of a base level um, 2019 memory mm -hmm. is only eight gigabytes um so it's it's this is kind of like the base model but um okay. in terms of live streaming here i i i only ever have four actually we had we had six guests live streaming but it's been it's been great for what we need to do here uh the other device that i consistently live stream from is uh the macbook pro 2020 with gosh it's got a ton it, it is maxed out but even still i've got the itch to get that mac mini because the fans go on real real quick right um, right and i do so much video editing um that even though that laptop is great uh, for all the traveling around that i do i need mm -hmm. something at at home where i can do more live stream producing and and not be worried about that darn fan you know what i mean Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you what are you working with? Tell can you give me some behind the well, scenes? I'm curious. I'm talking well, too much. <laughs> well, I don't have my behind the scenes camera set up today, yeah. but uh I have uh, I'm on my M1 uh Mac Mini 16 gig RAM. Um that's what I'm using for my main broadcast here. And my camera yeah. is, you know, the Sony A6100 um with the 16 millimeter lens as well sigma 16 millimeter f 1.8 lens um that i'm using of course i have uh, i said of course because as a cinematographer those are you know things that we always think of but i do have uh, my lut i have a lut that i use all the time Me with my too. production <laughs> yeah your, a lot of people don't think LUT? about that well you know who's who's our boy oh he's so adorable what's his name that that did a whole thing about luts like a year ago let me see um he's not marshall marshall right marshall. yeah yeah he's so adorable and congratulations to him he's been doing real well yes ma'am he is yeah uh so now let's check right here i got um you know Kelly dunn saying uh jill what are we doing a stream together on your creative curse with miss jill channel let's <laughs> or maybe i need to start my tech channel getting known <laughs> <laughs> and she said let's get shopping right um and i like what you said earlier uh jill where you're talking about the stream deck i'm personally using the stream deck right now that's what i use every mm -hmm. single time going live and like jermaine said the trim deck is an everyday productivity piece for me i have yeah. my other apps controlled by it as well yes I mean, I am changing scenes. I'm doing all this without looking down, without, you know, thinking about it. Um, you know, muscle memory, my fingers know where everything is. I just click and move them. Uh, Stream Deck is a life changer. Um, and mm -hmm. it just, you know, takes the strain off of your focus, right? Like if you don't have that, you have to really focus on the computer, um, you mm -hmm. know, try to see and click on the right things and, not, and make sure you're not, you know, like, clicking the wrong scene is putting something else on yep. so yeah yeah that is value well yeah. 
We've gone to the end of our show. Uh, of course, we cannot let you go without you sharing with the folks. How can we connect with you? What are the places, you know, uh, social media or, or, or what have you, where we can connect with you and, and continue the conversation or just work with you if you want to do that? Absolutely. So actually, I'll, I'll write my email address in here. There we go. I can't read Korean. <laughs> um, so my email is on the is on the YouTube chat. Um, info at creativecommunicators.com is the mm -hmm. best way in terms of talking, uh, you know, really talking to me. Email is going to be the best way to connect with me. Um, but I also have, oh man, I don't even use that Miss Jill uh, Facebook group. Oh, I don't think I've put anything in there in a long time. <laughs> but my YouTube channel my YouTube channel, Miss Jill, um, I, I'm about to do a brand new rebranding of it. So um, as you could see there, you're going to see a lot of Portuguese in there now, but I'm going to be uh, using this channel, Miss Jill, um, to share out and do some more live streaming. And in fact, I'm going to be inviting some guests on. So JP, I'm going to ask you on the spot. Are you going to join me on a live stream sometime? <laughs> Absolutely. You already know. Just let me know. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for you, Miss Jill. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and you also have your Instagram, by the way, for the folks that oh, are yes. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. Miss um, Jill, Miss Jill, because Miss Jill was taken. So I'm super creative. <laughs> that was smart, right? Like you put Miss Jill, Miss Jill Ms. twice Jill. on there. That's super smart. Still Miss Jill without having to change your name or, you know, <laughs> do anything yep. such. So that's dope. That's dope. Thank you so much. I want you to stay here with me, you know, backstage I as I close. All right, folks, this is the end of this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for connecting uh, with us on this episode. If you appreciate it, I want to ask you to go ahead and share this with a friend or family member that is a creator, literally anybody that is in content world, creating content, writing a book, starting a business, uh, podcasting, doing videos, uh, YouTuber, um, you know, cinematographer, live streamer, you name it, need this series that we're releasing every week so go ahead and share with a friend or family member and of course um if you have not joined me on youtube yet come on my youtube channel uh which is jp high tech reviews or go straight to youtube.com forward slash jp high tech reviews or go to my website simple jp um and you will connect with me there and let's grow together let's make amazing things and i want to hear from you if this has blessed you please send me a message all right go to my website send me a message on jphitech.com let me know how this is doing for you put a comment in the comment section say something uh let me know how you're feeling and let's all transform this world be blessed and i'll see you guys next time for another episode you be safe like i always say shalom Bye bye.